Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Cass. DJ Zayas. That's who. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, what, what up, up yo? Yo, this is that Miami Radio shit? Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? We had to download this shit on iTunes and all that? that Zaya Kaz mix? Yo, you think this shit's on the hard copy? Yo, let me get a CD of this shit, yo. Let's pop this. Better be good, though. Let's go. It should be good. You already Zaya know. Kaz, Real Miami. Miami shit. You know? Dolly. Hope it's good. Um, Yeah, it's recording, so. what epi- I don't even know what fucking episode, what date is. <laughs> but uh, here we go. Am I radio? Quarantine vibes, episode number seventy-three. Who, who knows, bro? Seventy-four, seventy-three. We're joined by two former, two former guests of the podcast from the West Coast, the one and only DJ Audio One. Hello. And from the East Coast, hardest working working DJ from New York. Used to be. <laughs> Formerly. <laughs> You're still working. You're working more than all of us right now. <laughs> DJ Flow In the building. In the building, yo. We got some heavyweights in here. Edit Kings in the building. Thank you. Uh, speaking of, y'all saw I put out the fucking hammer. Put out oh, yeah. the 300 yeah. some edits. Instagram exclusive. Yeah, I haven't. Where do I, where do I get that, bro? Bro, you just, gotta, you just got to DM me on Instagram. Only way to get them. That's it. Yeah, I didn't even get them. Come on. Oh, DM, DM me. We're in a pandemic and we can't even get edits, bro. Bro. Unbelievable. You can't spell pandemic without DM. So what day What day of the pandemic? I mean, you've been, audio. you've been doing mixes every day, so. Yeah, I just, uh, it's my therapy, man. You know, no, really? I'm, I'm stuck in here, man. What, uh, how many have you done? Like 13, 14? Number 22 drops today. Number what? 22. Oh, 22. Uh, Holy shit. Damn. Oh, two in there. So I thought it was like 13, 12 or something. But. Nah, man. It's uh, one every day since yeah. I've been in. So. Oh, my God. That's Three awesome. Weeks. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. So but I, got, I, got a, I got plenty of uh, – I got plenty coming. And I... Yeah, it's cutting off. Oh. Oh man! Say one more time and cut off. Run it back. I said I have plenty of them already done and mm-hmm. they're ready to go. Oh, cool! So just putting them out day by day. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought you were like every day, like five o'clock. You're like, all right, time to work. Like, what am I gonna do today? <laughs> I mean, yeah. time, bro. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting on fucking like eight hours of like recorded sets. A lot of it is, is the same shit, though. So I'm like, I'd have yeah, to like, put the same mix out over and over. <laughs> well, just the same song. Like, Ground, Groundhog Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be the best. The same mix, just a different number. Well, what's up? So it's been a minute since all of us have worked. It's been like three weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. So, yeah, we worked, what, two, two three weeks ago. Yeah. Three weeks, yeah. And that right. first week, that first week already, the live stream popped off. So now it's been like two weeks of all the DJs live streaming. Right. right. So yeah. yeah, at first, I mean, at first, what'd you guys think at first? Like, what was the first? So after everything, what was, this is, this is like kind of what we wanted to get at. Um, 
as things kind of like unraveled and we realized it was, you know, serious pandemic and it was going to go on for a while. Um, what did you guys start doing? Uh, Seaflow, you've been very active. Like if you want to break everything down, we'll start with, well, we just talked about, sorry, about Audio One's mixes and stuff and Seaflow would have, I mean, if you want to break down your stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, first, the first thing I went into uh, was just trying to get information out to, I guess my team and then all the other New York city DJs. because there was at the time, um, not much clarity on what the steps were to whether or not we could uh, file for unemployment or, um, you know, which relief funds we had access to, um, with Louie and Madison, we put together, um, two other DJs here. Uh, we put together, um, a GoFundMe and we were trying to get some traction there to give back to people in New York who needed it. And then, um, we got on a call with the head of the freelancers union, um, which anyone who's watching this, you should definitely sign up. It's free. And it's like, um, uh, organization that represents gig workers and freelancers and stuff. And we got on a call with the president of it, who actually also is in New York. And he was telling us early on that we should be filing for unemployment, even though traditionally uh, people who receive 1099s wouldn't be eligible for unemployment. Right. So, and he was saying, Hey, look, just apply because the rules might change. And sure enough, they did change. So we got that information early. So I, when I was on the call with him, I was like, look, I got to put all this in an email and send it out. And, um, I started updating a Google doc every other day with like more information, more fun. Uh, the original idea was to sort of like retweet specific tweets that the freelancer union and some of the local leaders in New York were, um, trying to get the attention of like senators and stuff like that and right. sort of like try to amplify the message with as many, I guess, DJs that I had could say, Hey, look, retweet this message, follow this person. Like we're trying to get, or, you know, a lot of uh, petitions and stuff like that on change.org or uh, the action network, which is a petition where you can put your info and click send and they'll like create the letter that sends to the governors and stuff like that. Okay. So just sort of trying to get everyone's uh, footprints going in the same direction and, you know, you know, like working together rather than like you find out about a petition a week after me, you know, stuff like that. So did that at first. And then um, the most recent one I was on a webinar that was a bunch of New York local leaders taking our plight, like all gig workers and freelancers seriously. And then they put on a webinar and I was just a viewer. I was one of 3000 people who tuned in, sure. but taking all those notes and compiling it. Cause those were like the real actual answers, not just my best guess. It was like the actual New York leadership being like, Hey, look, apply for this, go through this process. Here's how it works. And so I turned around and that actually seems to have, uh, is applicable to people outside of New York as well. So I, then I put it on Twitter and people really responded. That's what I was going to say that um, just so like the listeners uh, know that a lot of the stuff you're doing is not only New York. Right. Oh. And uh, I can post up a link. I put it on Twitter a couple of times, but there's a whole website. It's like ladder something ladder me or ladder. On it. And it's a website they put like somebody put together this week and it's just, hey, you choose your state, and it gives you those instructions specific to your situation. Oh, wow. Damn, that's really good. Another thing I learned from that conference call was you file unemployment in the state that you worked. So all the DJs who live in Jersey and stuff are actually supposed to be filing New York unemployment. Oh, wow. Okay. That's I good. didn't realize. That's yeah, good. Totally. 
Yeah, it's like a lot of complications and all this paperwork yeah. and filing I mean, and shit. Anyone who like has moved to another market and maybe has their business set up in their original address, that's good information to have. Like I wouldn't have guessed that, you know? And yeah. I know that especially in a place like New York or any big city, there's gonna be people from all over who have you know, sometimes people keep their original address or their bank account is set up in a different yeah, state. Or whatever. And a lot of people don't realize, I guess, and I don't know, maybe that's a New York only rule. I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but. Yeah, I mean, that's, but that's very, very, very important. I mean, even like places like Chicago and, you know, there's a lot of other cities that are in the cut, you know, a lot of the, the, I mean, there's guys that live in LA and only play in Vegas, you know, like shit like that. So it's that, that affects a lot of people. And it's, it's very important to know because, you know, you, you might be fouling in the wrong place and, you know, you don't get anything. What I do think is interesting is I, I started filing for unemployment right away and then I asked for like a New York City grant and I asked, you know, we're waiting for that $1,200 grant from the government. Right. I'm supposed to be getting the $600 a week unemployment on top of regular unemployment. I filed for the SBA loan. I haven't seen a penny. It's been right. through- I haven't seen a penny from any of these things. And what's crazy is I signed up for all those and I haven't even received a confirmation, confirmation. or like an email like, yo, you did it. Like, yeah, we'll, like, we'll like, let you know. Yeah, there's, there's no like your, your applications being reviewed. None of that. Yeah. Like, no. I feel like you send it off into the ether and you're just like, well, maybe. I feel like, like it's like a physical application that goes down one of those chutes and it's just like a laundry bin filled with like thousand applications of well, think about it. Like, they're not set up to process all these. Of course. Ones, so. of course. I mean, there's so many different businesses that are not, you know, meant to, 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 to have this kind of capacity and work, you know, freaking, you know, 300% different. There you go. Oh, man. You got to print it out. Well, what is this? That's your folder with all that stuff? Oh, you got it? What? Alex, you got the check? Uh, no, I got the, the confirmation from unemployment in California. Oh, oh shit, Cali. So, uh, so fingers crossed that that's a good thing. Damn. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good step. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I mean, you and you've been, you've really been, like, going out of your way to let DJs know, like, what's going on and what are the options and everything, so. Well, you know, I'm always. No, of yeah. course. I mean, I'm just, I'm just I, I know, but I'm just yeah, telling yeah. the listeners, you know. Yeah, that document you posted up was very thorough. I, I was going through it. That, that yeah, I tried to take all the notes I've gotten from that webinar and like other pieces of information I'd collected like between the last time I updated the Google spreadsheet and put it all in one place and make it easy to read. And I highlighted all the like money specific sentences in green, you know, right. like to just like here, here's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's why we w- kind of wanted, like we were supposed to do this like two weeks ago, but then we were like, yo, let's just wait. Cause this is, yeah, we work. realized that there was like, you know, everything was kind of starting and it was just mayhem. And it was like people going everywhere and like, all right, I can file this or I can do that. Like people didn't know what to do, you know? And, and that's when streaming kind of people were like, Oh, what do I do to stream? Or like, Oh, I'm not going to stream for free or I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to do that. And right. people were kind of, jump jumping everywhere and um how do you you guys feel let me let me jump in on that d nice stream so he got a hundred thousand right and like you know there's so many different right away everyone's like okay well you can't i mean he's a he's a celebrity dj so he's gonna be able to get that sort of traction which is i immediately was like hey look you know celebrity djs 
in the real club had an advantage already for like getting booked right. off Instagram followings and all the other stuff. Now it's like the disparities even further. It really is how pop ends your Instagram because you're not going to be able to reach. But beyond that, somehow his account got blessed to not get booted. Yeah, he had fucking Zuckerberg in there. Right, like but eight hours. My real question is, how does Facebook have the ability to sign off on those DMCA takedowns? Like, that's not their property to say yes or no. Yeah, they did it, but like they probably paid. I I don't know. Do I mean is the mechanism in place? Technically, that's Universal and Warner Music Group. Yeah, and there's so many you can't. But it's they probably there. have a, an agreement in place with all those labels. They have an agreement in place for the algorithm to monitor your video posts and whatever and automatically flag them and remove mm -hmm. them. But, like, how could they – I doubt they were on the phone, like, can we do it, can we do it, can we do it? Like, yeah. they just did it, but, like, how? Like, they don't I have mean, that. I don't think Zuckerberg has that kind of power. Yeah, of course. But to just be like, yeah, I'm gonna. He's in charge of Universal's content. I mean, you know I think it was just like a perfect. It, it, it might be. I think it might just be. It might just be like a. There has to be like some kind of streaming umbrella that, like, he kind of shifted D Nice into or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. where it's like, all right, you have all the rights because you know, there's. I mean, I mean, I'm guessing that other does. I don't know. Does like the universal Instagram, like, I don't know, like, yeah. And I'm sure all those labels does and great get flagged for his own music. If he plays it. I mean, yeah, I've heard of, I've, I've seen official remixes go up on YouTube that get pulled down. I mean, you know, I'm wondering it's just an algorithm that's that flags it. It's not yeah. like, but that's what I'm saying. Like if Drake is on and he's playing the motto, like a song that's already out. Yeah. I mean, I would guess he would have to have a blessed account ahead of time. That's insane. Like, it's like Drake. Yeah, I, I mean, I own the rights. He's the fucking guy singing. You know, like. Yeah. Oh. So I feel there was some kind of deal going on because you notice all the corporate companies that were coming in during his stream, like yeah. Pepsi, The Gap, all these people. Like, you don't think they were just opportunists? Yeah, I think that's they probably are like both. Probably both. You're probably right. Because I mean, like, on the I was on the first one. Like the first one that he did, and I think it was like around 50k, and like you already would see like the B-list celebrities, like fucking uh, people from like Insecure, like these random fucking like artists in there, and you know. And then the second one, or like later on, you started seeing like Fat Joe and like certain rappers, and I mean, it, it took time to build, but it's weird because like how you were saying, what's whose property, who's playing what. But then how does it turn into like, but it's on D-Nice's account, yeah. but Instagram owns, I mean, not it doesn't own his account, but it's through Instagram. They do, so what, they do but, own it. Right. So, but what's to say like D-Nice is like, well, I don't want Pepsi or Netflix in my stream. They need yeah. to pay to be inside to comment. Like, he probably doesn't have to say. It's all Instagram. Right. right. But I mean, it's just interesting what the, all that shit could turn into eventually. Yeah. So I've heard some guys are doing live streams on, you know, just smaller guys and they're making good money in the tips, like off Venmo and Cash App. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've talked to a few guys too and, you know, they told me they've gone like, you know, a couple hundred, I mean, up to like a hundred, 300 bucks too. Like, yeah, a hundred, 
hundred to two hundred bucks to to be at home doing that's shit you'd be doing, you know. So yeah, I think the smartest thing I've seen. We were talking about this yesterday, Zaya, was the the um, venues that let yeah. you on their platform. That's if if I was a bar owner, that's like no brainer. Yeah, so I mean, we could, we could break that down. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about that, and I wanted to kind of break down like the whole, you know, first like how it started and like how it's, you know, it's like at first everybody was like, "Fuck that! I'm not going. I'm not doing this." Or like, right. "I gotta get paid." And then everybody's like, uh, well, nobody's going to pay because everybody's broke. <laughs> so, um, I mean, like, it's just another tool, you know? Fuck, bro. Like, you got to adapt. Like, I've, I've seen so many DJs. Like, at first, I was like, yo, like, you know, don't. Like, at first, I wasn't anti-streaming, but I was like, if I'm going to do it, it got to be right. I'm not just going to go on. And, and then a venue hit me up, and I did a paid one with a venue. You know, it was cool. It was easy check, easy money. And, um I went on the other night just to kind of test the sound and I didn't tell nobody. I was just, I just went on and people were like, Oh, I didn't know. Blah, blah, blah. And it was cool. I was just playing fucking random shit. And people you see in, um, in your crowd. Uh, it's everything. A lot of DJs. Oh, like Say what? What's your average like range on like how many people viewers? Um, I was doing 15, like between 10 to like 25 people. Yeah, that's, I think what it's similar. to. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I think average is around ten to ten to twenty people. Like, yeah, I think I, when I went on the other night, at one point the the highest was like twenty something, like twenty four, twenty five. But then once you were done and you look at it, it tells you you could go and see how many people actually viewed it at one point. Maybe they were in and out and you didn't catch it or something. And it was like in the hundred something, but like could right. have been like one second that they were in yeah, there. You check, you check the text and then you go back and you're in and out. You know. That's yeah. Like, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, the average, I mean, what is it? I have around four to five. I have like 40, like 4,000, maybe like around 5,000 followers and about 20, 30 people. And like out of nowhere, just spontaneous. Um, and everybody I've seen, that's like around the same range of followers that are real. Um, you know, around 10 to 20 people is like the average, you know, and it's. I heard there's already people doing fake viewers. Oh, yeah. I already Googled it. You can do, you can do fake viewers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it works. I Googled it. I was like, you know, talking shit on a group chat, like always. Um, I was like, yo, I'm going live when I can buy these followers. And I pulled up the link and everything. And I saw somebody tweet. I saw somebody tweet like, yo, you got fucking Susan1234 joining your chat. Fucking... You know, let's see if it's fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, I, uh, Pakistan? Oh, right. The, the Indian, that's usually what it is. Are you getting, are you getting booted during your streams? Um, I got boot. It was okay. weird. So one time it just stopped. And then the two times it just stopped and I just went back on. And then the third time it gave me like a warning. But when it gave me the warning, it just ended it and I was able to save it. So, oh, it didn't like block the content. It didn't. It just gave me like, like, hey, we we got. It was like a note. It was like a like a warning or something. And I was. Hey, like, did you guys see um, DJ Aziz's uh, petition? DJ Aziz in LA, he put up that mm -hmm. petition. Let DJs DJ. Oh yeah, for like, Instagram. He had that video that kind of went viral on Twitter um, with him behind the decks being like, "Hey, look, the record companies are blocking us." You know at every level, whether it was SoundCloud at first or later, you know, 
Mixcloud, you can't do multiple or the same artist multiple times or rewind and all these things like, but yet they bless one account one time for like, like they need to get their stuff together. Oh, here you go. It's asking for more time. Oh, it says we removed the 40 limit on your group meeting, a gift from zoom. Awesome. Right, well, yeah. So, um, I, I would say post up that uh, petition link because he put a, a website together. I think it's djsunited.org. I'd have to look. Maybe it's... And that's to be able to let the music play? Um, it's, it's a call to action to the... Um, no, hold on. I'll find it. When I went on, like I got booted off twice, but I think it was... When I got booted off twice, it was I was letting the songs ride. Like I was quick mixing most of the time. And getting away with it but i think if you let the songs ride and you give it enough time to figure out what's happening yeah for for it to pick it up that's another thing i mean i was quick mixing a lot i was doing like routines and random shit and it didn't pick anything up and like it was just most of that and i didn't play any drake or i didn't play from him. and i had like the eqs like i had the mids low the the lows kind of low too just to kind of like Anything that could kind of bypass it, maybe it wouldn't recognize a bass or some so, shit. I don't know. So it's djsunited.org. And it's he's got a link to a petition and it says, "Do I mean, I don't have to read the whole thing, but basically for years, DJs have been unable to share mixes anywhere online due to copyright issues. It's always been something we accepted but never understood the reasoning behind. And then it goes on and on to like say, hey, record companies, get it together. DJs expose the audience to music. We promote your brand for free. All these things like come up with a, you know, sanctioned outlet for us to do this. Cause like right now I heard Twitch doesn't have the algorithm. So that's like where you're supposed to go to stream if you want to not get booted. But obviously right. Instagram's the gatekeeper to people who are already on their phones already on Instagram. So I think what he's asking is like, Hey, maybe if there's like a DJ verification or at least a way you could sign up to monetize, you know, the algorithm rather than booting you would like monetize the stream something. Yeah. I mean, it, like on Mixcloud, it, it points out the, like, you know, it tracks everything, you know? Right. It's more about, I think the record companies creating the technology that they could implement on any platform that does that, you know, sync basically. Right. It's like the like radio sync. Right. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, let's hope, I mean, if it's the main thing, I mean, what the, the issue with the record company, and then this goes, this goes hand in hand with like, um, I mean, with streaming, like how they wanted to, you know, uh, streaming and DJing, I'm not, this is not a beat port, this is not a beat source pitch, but um, like the main thing with that, with streaming and DJing is that every time that you stream a song and you play a song, the artist gets, gets paid for it. Mm-hmm. So it should be the same with DJ. Right. Instead of, instead of it picking, instead of it picking the song and saying, yeah, instead of it saying like, yo, you don't have, you don't have the right of the song. Um, Count it in the stream. Right. Um, hey, let me, you guys heard without going into details, I've heard, and I was seeing if you guys have heard, cause we got a few different record pools here, right? We got DJ city, DMS, formerly, no, just kidding. Um, but you know what I mean? I, uh, we got a few different things here. I heard that some record pools were getting notices like cease and desist from record companies. It's cruising the content and finding out that the record pools are profiting off the record company stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's normal. It's always been, though, the case. Yeah, huh? that's, why, 
That's why DJ, I'm not saying anything. That's why DJ yeah. City is always super, <laughs> like, they don't have a back catalog. And, and, you know, they didn't have Sony stuff for a long time because Sony was, Sony Sue BPM, like, heavy. I mean, I can say now, just, I think it's kind of over with. But, you know, they sued a lot of people. I know, I think, the, I don't know if DMS had an issue with them, but a lot of people had issues with Sony and, like, you know, Travis Scott shit dropped and it wasn't on, on DJ City, you know? So, but it's, that's been going on for a while and that's like the main thing with streaming. So like a lot of pools are shifting the attention into offering the streaming service. So they're like, hey, look, this might not be legal, but we're working on a legal way. So to kind of like shift the attention from that. Oh yeah, I heard something about that a couple months ago where there, some company's going to kind of bridge the gap, right? And have like... Yeah, yeah that's, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what BeatSource is doing. Uh, cool. Yeah, so they have right now they have just like an iTunes store. Um, I think they I don't know if it's launched yet, but they're doing like a Spotify, like a streaming service, and then it's gonna be a DJ streaming service that you okay. can go like in stuff. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying that like when you do that, the, that's when the artist will get recognition for the song and you know, you play eight track and eight track gets fourth of a cent, whatever, you know. So You ain't got no C flow in your beat source? You got no flow, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think don't know. that's the, I think that's the model going forward for all right. all the sites, all the sites, like, yeah, in, in general, the ones that want to stay legit, right? And it would integrate then BeatSource like as a platform that would integrate with the uh, with Serato and stuff. What you're doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what we're doing too is that BeatSource is going to have a locker system, kind of like Netflix. You know, like when you go on a plane, you download, and you have like a cache and whatnot. So. So you don't have to be online and you don't have to be like, you know, tethering or whatever the fuck to, to get songs or whatever. So, I mean, hopefully we can use that in an actual club one day yeah. <laughs> and not right. just uh, in our Wi-Fi at the crib. Cause <laughs> yeah, Wi-Fi at the crib is chilling. The yeah. crib is chilling, dog. Cause the crib, you got the 5G, dog, no radiation. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even start, bro. But who knows when the clubs will be open to even use. Right. Uh, so what's your guys' prediction on how many percentage-wise clubs are going to reopen? Um, I think more than half. I saw I saw a 75% graph. Are not open. Are not going to open, yeah. Right. That's what I saw. Um, You're saying the percent of after this is all over? Yeah, a 25% of the venues are the only ones that are supposed to open. When you're on the other side of that, having it reopen, right? How many are going to reopen? Right. I mean, I was at first, I was thinking like 10 to 20%. Then I was like, okay, it's probably more than that. And then, yeah, recently I saw that 75% because the way that the loans are structured, it's really in favor of large corporations. Like Tao is going to be able to reopen, you know, Um, stuff like that, that I have big corporate money behind them, but a small business owner isn't going to, yeah, you know, the funds to recover. You know, like, it sucks. I mean, like spots like in the LES, you know, like yeah, totally. That's that's. Well, but here's my other question, or I guess revelation was when I was thinking, I was like, oh man, like twenty, thirty percent of these clubs aren't going to reopen. That's like you know a generous, you know, hopefully seventy percent of them reopen. But how many DJs aren't going to keep DJing after? Bring it up, yeah. They were talking about that in yeah. I think that there's I think that there's gonna be a lot. I'm not even I'm not even gonna like sugarcoat it. I think that it's gonna be a lot of DJs not working. Especially the ones that move to new markets and like 
well, especially the ones that were getting settled in a new market and then, you know, they're having trouble getting gigs and accounts. Like, what are they going to do? Or guys who have to pivot into a new hustle and then they realize that they don't want to be going out and drinking until Saturday night for six hours or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, guys guys that are not established, you know? Right. Like, I mean, I don't... It's gonna be a, there's gonna be so many factors too. Like like you said, it could be someone that was killing it, but then they stayed home for six months and they're like, you know what? <laughs> I'd rather install stuff via via Zoom on people's computers. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It could happen. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting for sure. I don't know. I think I think we're gonna on the other side. I think my prediction is that you won't see super super superfluous dj like um a dj who's doing a dinner set that no one's day like the extra dj like the h&m dj yeah the like where the dj before they wanted someone in the corner mixing records whether or not it's driving a dance floor i think after this you're gonna only see like necessity dj Simply because costs are restructuring for businesses. Yeah, and it's funny because before this, it seemed like every every and any type of business was like, yo, we could just put a DJ here, bro. Like, they were using any type of space to just have an excuse for a DJ. Now it's like, why would you? Right. I feel like they're going to readjust their books and be like, all right, that's an expense we don't need. Yeah, Spotify playlist. Right, exactly. Or, yeah, some sort of music programming ser- service or solution and that's something else dj's can get a hustle on for sure curating the mix yeah and, I'm, and there might be even accounts where they're like oh we're not trying to have djs anymore but maybe you could help me out with the programming right the vibe of the spot so then here's to to wind the question back okay i have my own dj booking agency and i book 40 djs on a monthly basis at about 10 different venues in new york all those venues that have closed down have not been paying the bill that's open for, for services rendered before. Rendered, right. Yeah. That's something that uh, Crespo brought up and, and he had like a conversation going and he saw there was a few people, uh, a few businesses that were doing that. They were just right. fuck it, you know, opium and style, Roman Jones. Style. I paid all the DJs out. So whether or not I got the funds from the venue, I'm still yeah. going to pay the DJ because yeah, I hired the DJ. Yeah, you're the one that's taking the L because you're running a normal business. So I'm right now, I'm looking at $18,000 down of, of unpaid invoices. So my question is, we don't know how many of these are going to reopen. How aggressively would you guys be going after these funds? Because let's say 100% of them reopen. Yeah. If I'm aggressive now, then I'm going to burn that bridge. Yeah. Right? It, like, by by not asking but demanding the payment, like by all means necessary, possibly getting legal action involved, I'm likely not going to have that account when we reopen, right? Yeah, it's like a dead, you know, it's just like a shake hands and part ways. Right, but which is not in my best interest long term. It's a short term goal to like get that fun. So with the question mark of like how many of these things are going to reopen, should I be banking on fuck it, like get as much of that money back as I can, even if I lose a relationship, because some of these places are going to go under. They're not going to reopen, and then I'm never going to get that money. Yeah. So that's yeah. sort of, I've spent the last couple of days like weighing my options. on Some of these places aren't responding to my emails straight up, and, and I've even converted all the open invoices to be payable via credit card. 
business. Cause I was like, okay, if you're a small business and you're having trouble paying my bill, then put it on a credit card and owe Chase bank. Don't owe me. Yeah. You know, like, Oh, Wells Fargo, that money, not the small business. And I mean, none of them have taken me up on it. I converted all the invoices to payable on credit card. Not a single one did it. I mean, some of them might just sad. Yeah, they might go on there or they, and they already know that. So they're just going ghosts because they're like. Right. So, and, so what do you think? What and the I person do? you're talking to probably cares even less because they're like, yo, I don't own. Like some of them probably are, right. you know, the person, the a contact that, that work for the venue. I'm talking to an out of work manager. Like what? The yeah. <laughs> he does not care. Right right. Well, <laughs> the other bummer is I had an amicable relationship with all these people. Yeah. We had a lot, you know, repeat business for months and months and months. A lot of them were headed in a really good direction. Some of the accounts were like about to, you know, squeeze me into another space or there was a lot of stuff like right about on the horizon. And, uh, one of the accounts I I mean, they paid up with one of the accounts before the shutdown had just signed on for every Saturday. And then they called me two days later. They're like, we got to cancel all of them. Shit. Like I just cracked the account. Fuck. I know. So anyway, I'm sitting here. It's messed now. up, man. What do you think I should do? Should I just go aggressive? <laughs> I mean, well, the, that's the, the ones, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, that's the messed up thing about this culture that we work in is that we're held liable and responsible for showing up and doing the work. But what about us getting paid? I mean, this is services rendered. That's $18,000 that you should have been paid regardless of an emergency. I feel like people are using the, this is an emergency to just get rid of the bills. You know what I'm saying? Like as an excuse. But when we come back, like you said, you're going to burn a bridge. How are you going to burn a bridge if they owe you the money already to begin with? I mean, I'm with you, and that's why I'm looking at like it's, it's well, fucked up, man. We're we're fucked either way, man. Like, yeah, they're they're in in reality, they're burning the they're burning the bridge with you. But the, the sad part is that we need the bridge. So it's like it's a cash Yeah, exactly. There might not be anything on the other side of the bridge on their end. You know, like they're gonna close up shop, and then I have to what go through debt collection to be like one of the businesses that they're bank pays to when they pop out bank i mean i i think for the most part you're gonna know like the people that you've had a long-standing relationship with that you can kind of be like yo come on like let's try to work this out and there's other people where i've done that so check it out so i've written two emails and the first one i wrote i mean i wrote the same email to all the venues and i changed their information and like changed the amounts and stuff but when i made it payable on credit card i outlined everything to everyone i was like here, you owe me this invoice for this date at this rate, paid by credit card. And I did it for all the invoices for each venue. And none of them responded. I got two text messages. That's not true. I got one email response and two text messages. So three of the 10 venues responded. And then I gave it a week. Like everyone responded saying, we don't have money. But like some of them just ghosted me, right? I waited a week and then I replied to my own email, the original one, again, with the same line items and the same pay on lines. And I explained myself. I'm like, hey, look, I know you guys don't have money coming in. That being said, these are for services rendered. Like, I understand this is a sensitive situation. I know that you guys don't want to get this email. I know I don't want to send this email. You know, like, I intend to collect this money. So I'm trying to, like, have timestamp documents. So, like, if I need to turn it over, like... I, I, I'm not just like, well, I hope they pay. I'm like, here's an email. Right, right. And also like understanding, but firm. 
So like, I feel like maybe send one more next week. That's like, this is where I'm at now. Pay me now. You're doing it. You're doing your due diligence as a yeah. business owner. And that's not even aggressive, bro. That's like standard. The so, yeah, messed up thing the messed up thing is that even though the businesses are closed, the credit lines are still open. Right. You know, well, my you know? big issue as like a business, if you're operating your business, like I'm billing you for services from like a Friday and Saturday night that happen. So you should be paying me from the income from that Friday, Saturday night. But if these people have structured their finances that they're paying two week old bills with, you see what I'm saying? Like they're trying to say, well, we don't have money Friday, Saturday, so we're not going to pay two bills. Like, well, that's not my fault that you structured your finances. All but I think that that just goes back to like parties back, like in general, like that's how it's always been like for anything. Like even when you started DJing house parties or college parties or everything, it's always been like, I mean, the mentality has always been like, oh, I didn't make money, bro. How am I going to pay you? Right. I did a job, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? I know they made money the nights we were open, you know? Yeah. And on top of it, they made money the nights you're open. But sometimes you, I, I've gotten in the past like, oh, we've had a slow couple of weeks. Like, you know, let, let me let it pick up. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what are you? It was popping when I was there. And it doesn't matter anyways if it wasn't popping. What's Kaz doing? You just you stay on seeing the house? <laughs> yeah, he's cleaning. cleaning. No, but as a business as a business owner, I mean, I'm, I'm listening. People a chance at least, you know what I'm saying? You could be a, a jerk. I mean, they sign contract. Oh, you could. Dang. Damn. Oh, bro, we lost you. One more time, Alex. Alex. Did it freeze? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. man. Yeah, it cut off. You want to? You were saying as a business owner, what? Um, I was saying that you are, are giving the, the businesses good faith right now. You're working. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my internet's bad man i don't know what's going on uh, i'm gonna try to do the one-on-one zoom and uh set you up with that acapella instrumental software <laughs> <laughs> but i mean about that yeah bro what's what's that uh your current uh <laughs> i mean i don't know if it's what no, it's business there's uh so i had to obviously you know my personal dj stuff dropped to zero my agency stuff dropped to zero so I uh, I decided to use my skill set having, you know, I used to work for Apple at the Genius Bar and know the ins and outs of the Mac. And there's a program that lets you split any song into acapella instrumental, like pulls the stems out. Um, that It's very similar to the service on Phonic Mind that you have to pay per track, but it's free and it's on your computer. But it's a bit difficult to install. I got to go in the command line that you saw yesterday to do all these crazy things but it works really well. So I've been, I was like, Hey, you know, if I can set up zooms with DJs and charge a small fee, I can try to hustle up some money in the meantime. And it's been going pretty well. Yeah, man, that's dope. I mean, anything that number one can, you know, supply a little bit of income, but also keep you busy right now is I got you set up last night. Plug it. Tell them how it is. Yo, uh, he was blowing my mind, just the in- install part of it. I was just like asking him a question every time he did. I was like, I don't understand what's happening right now. Dude, yeah. I, I just let him, 
I was in my balcony fucking <laughs> <You> left the <laughs> room. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm gonna go outside. Nah, yeah. I, was, I was watching, making sure he didn't go into my private folders. Uh, <laughs> it can split it to acapella and instrumental, or it can split it to acapella, drums, bass, and melody. So it yeah, like full stands. He's so like he a weed dealer for musicians. That's <laughs> totally exactly. That's well, like, no, uh, everyone's got extra time in their house. You know, everyone's at home, and they people messing around learning new skills that they didn't have on Ableton and stuff. So it's the perfect time to get that tool if you want to get on Zoom with your boy. I highly recommend it. I mean, I've been using it for a few, sure, for like a month. Yeah, I think I hooked you up right when I figured out how to do it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's fucking golden. I, I showed, I showed uh, Beto in, how long does it take? Three minutes per song? That's on your old ass computer. Yeah. Yeah, it's way faster than that. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, 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 no. The downloader is seconds. No, no, the other things. No, everything. The sp- splitter? Oh, okay. Splitter is the fuck. I mean, it takes like two minutes. For, yeah, I'm like, and I have a 2015. You know, it's not the quickest. And stuff. No, it's not the, no, it, it had, takes some processing power to do it. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, on the, if you do the stems, the four, it does take longer because it has to think twice as hard, right? Yeah, I've done that for some. Yeah. But man, it's been a game changer as far as like making some mashups. I got yeah, to make definitely. I got you to could, make my pop spoke Dior Billy Jean Billy Jean loop into Billy Jean bro. Yeah, you <laughs> into into what is it? Uh Tootsie? The Tootsie roll? What's that? Oh, was it oh wait. Oh yeah, right. Where he's like Mike Jackson. You should do a live stream and explaining your uh well, actually, you shouldn't do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I saw I saw people be doing live streams and zooms about like uh, like how tos in Ableton, which is super cool. I saw Nick Bike has one. Yeah. yeah, or he already did it, um, which is awesome because some of these guys There's some crazy ones. Yeah, and everyone I uses s- Ableton differently. The fun, the funniest one I saw. There's a guy named Capslap. Um, he was basically, let's make a mixtape. And he had like 500 people on his Twitch and people would just throw different uh, songs out and he was just arranging them. And then he literally was just making the mixtape, cutting it. I'm like, oh, this is uh, interesting. And then they were like sending him tips. I'm like, that's fucking, well, I could fucking do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Get some, get, a, get some faster internet. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you guys, that makes you- have you guys fucked with Twitch at all? No, I haven't been on it. I, I signed it. up. Yeah, I but, it, but I haven't. Is it on your computer or phone or both? Both. Both. But the, but on the phone is just to really to watch. I think. Yeah. But, it's pretty good uh, for DMS. We use it for the live stream. Well, and does it does it broadcast to other platforms? Uh, for uh, for DMS, we use a thing called Streamyard, and it allows you to do multiple. So you could do Facebook. Uh, YouTube and Twitch, and if you have the RMTP, you can do it for uh, Instagram Live. Cool. No, yeah, Streamyard. Look that up. Software is that OBS is what the one that syncs up right. the, uh, the. Yeah. Video. OBS works too. Yeah, there was a there was a couple of softwares that were pretty new. You know what? I'm I'm hoping to see more of is some video DJing. I haven't seen that many people. I saw, I saw Steve 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 Water was video DJing. Cool, cool. I would love to see yeah. that. 
Um, and then I saw somebody else. Um, I think Flips. No, no, not Flips. I know he video DJs, but I saw I saw another DJ that used to video DJ when you would play right there too. So I mean, it seems like the perfect time. Yeah, it's, so, yeah, yeah, but you definitely need Twitch though, or OBS or whatever for that, because on Instagram is kind of not worth it. I think you know what's you know what's crazy. Like I was thinking of this, and dude, if it literally feels like it feels like it feels like the MySpace days a little bit. Like I feel like we're back in time. In the sense of like, there's like, all right, it just shifted. Like, boom, all right. Like now we have, now streaming is like a must. Or like, if you want to stay relevant, you need more content. And we're all in the same boat trying to discover at the same time. Like I'm on, I'm on this, I mean, you guys at DMS are probably, you know, you guys have your group chats and your emails. And I'm on a group chat with like all the DJ City guys worldwide. And it's like, tips fucking mojax is in there giving us like the fucking breakdown you know so everybody you know the community has like united and everybody's kind of helping each other out which is kind of cool you right. know you know what i think is really cool is the overt fan like fandom like pete your average person yeah in. i mean the cultural relevance of the d nice stream is insane you know like people finally being like wow, these DJs are DJing and I want to go look at that or they want it on a Friday, Saturday night when they're turning up in their house or whatever. And like, I felt like before we were a part of going out, but that now it's like the destination. Right. And I've, I've had a few, you know, like we all have like our, our, our like old, you know, maybe high school, maybe fucking cousins that don't go out and don't party and have kids. And I feel like those people that are at home with their kids are, have become a bigger audience, you know? Totally, because they're not, they're not watching. Yeah, that was definitely like, the funnest part, like seeing people that never go out, but like they're my friends, but I never see them. But, and they walk, they walk in the room, right. and you're like, yo, shouting them out, like inside jokes and shit. Like, you know what? Cool. I haven't done the stream myself yet because I didn't, haven't had like uh, my gear set up and done yeah, all the You're doing a trillion other things, bro. Yeah, doing other things. But um, I was noticing, I think, I guess – when I mentioned it earlier about the reach of like your average DJ versus a celebrity DJ is like when you're streaming, it's your audience are only the followers you have, right? Like it's not really going to be outside the people. Well, who I mean, I've seen, be. I've seen like, so I've already seen trends and I've already seen kind of like, you know, the mic talk, bro, the, the mic talk, like it's the funnest part. Club, the club is cool, but yo, streaming mic talk people be like yo watch the chat watch the chat and people put like different things in the chat or like yo let me see those fire emojis there's a lot of interaction and then i've seen i've seen people be like yo send this to your homie make sure you share this live to your homie send it to your homies you know it's i don't instagram hasn't done it yet that you can share it on your story oh they will they will that's what i'm saying when that shit comes around it'll it'll definitely switch it up but I know that they already have it where you can, I can, like, if you're live, I can DM Zaya your story while you're on live. I mean, and, and eventually they'll do, you know, like, go live, you know, share it on your story and maybe just a link. It might not be you live, but it'll be, it'll direct you there or something. What, what I was, the point I was going to make that I, is a little bit depressing is if I was DJing in a club, oftentimes I'll note, three or four people max, you know, like I get maybe five, six people to come out, but I might be DJing to three, four, five hundred people. Right. 
And so I can like feed off the energy or do your set or whatever. You know, we talked about this last time, but you're DJing like these people who aren't there to hear you. They're there to go to the club and you have access to them. Yeah. It's a totally flipped in the streaming. It's only people who are coming to see your stream. It's to- you're not going to have access to anyone outside of that. So it's a totally different relationship as far as like the fans themselves, the fans, like you're getting more real fans yeah. that are listening to your stream, but you don't have the reach that you would have in like a club that they don't, in the club, they don't know who you are in the stream. They have to know who you are. Sure. But I think, I think, you know what? And I, I think that the weight of each person watching, watching you is worth a lot more than being the background of someone's Instagram story. Right. 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 So there's almost everyone that comes in, you're like, oh, I, I know that person. I know that person. I know, like you literally know everyone that's in your stream. I've been, I've, yeah. I mean, I've been trying to find the pros and I've been trying to like, like find direction of all this. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of interacting with, with the right people and, you know, like keeping that relationship with those people that are in the chat, you know, like if you're taking requests, play their shit or do whatever, or, or, you know, like it's, it's right. just become another tool. And at the end of the day, yeah, like it's definitely a tool that we've had to adapt to now and it's useful and it, and it helps you stay on top of things on social media. But like, it's just fun, bro, because we haven't DJed in three weeks. Yeah. So like when I was setting it up and doing it, I was just like, yo, I'm just like happy to be doing like this little process, making sure the lighting's right, getting my vibe and then, you know, going on whatever for an hour for 20 people. But like it was fun. I hadn't done it in three weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's that, an interesting time for sure. Yeah, like... Do you guys have the special hardware? Do you doing um, the iRig or are you doing... I have an iRig. I found like a... I, I rigged my own rig of like going <laughs> through my interface into the, the adapter, into the phone, out to the the line that goes into the interface. But it's I, not as I simple as iRig. If you're doing the cable direct, like without like a preamp, that you have to keep the mixer volume very, very, very low because it's almost like, you know, when you put it in line versus the mic. That's, that. the, that's the only thing with the iRig. Sorry, it's like, y'all just looking at my crotch. Like the <laughs> iRig is, um, um, you have to, because it's, it's made, the iRig, the, see, I have it right here. It's made like for the car. Yeah. So like. Oh, so it's, yeah, so it's the it, same problem. Yeah, it has a quarter inch quarter inch in the bottom so the mixer from the mixer goes in here and then your monitor you can monitor yourself because I mean, oh, and this obviously that's where the phone goes so you plug in the mixer into the phone and that's it and it has a gain on the side oh, wait, wait, wait wait so is that the adapter at the top the cable that's a headphone jam yeah so they, make the this, they make this without the adapter though that's a usb jam and i think it solves that problem uh yeah i think that's the pro one i think that's, yeah, that's the one that wonder has because I, I actually had hit up wonder a while back even before all this um and he told me he has the iric the one that he has has like a knob right yeah and that one you can yeah. you can go rca i think you can go rca in two it has like multiple yeah. that one's like 150 so check it out i've seen on amazon that the irigs are all sold out and there's like a weight and you got a whatever so my guy at Guitar Center, Oof. Guitar Center, oh, the Pro, well, I got the guy, and he actually emailed me. I'm gonna give out the info right here because he said, "Share my contact with all all your people." 
So if you guys are trying to get some, something like an iRig or any other piece of gear from Guitar Center, yeah. and you, you know, especially if it's out on Amazon, but just really if you want to get that plug, it's judd.goldrich at gcpro.com. J-U-D-D dot goldrich at gcpro.com. And just shoot them an email. Tell them C-Flow sent you. And he'll hook you up. So they drop ship it to your house. He said they're still operating out of the distribution nice. center. Oh, that's dope. So what uh, he works for Guitar Center, you said? Yeah, yeah. He's he's like an artist relations. So Oh, I got you. Dope. Yeah, so they have special deals, you know, that they'll do for uh and I think, you know, I mean it's if they're doing distribution center, it's gonna just be shipped to you, so it doesn't matter. Even though he's in the New York office, he's still going to be able to hook you up wherever you are. That is a really great resource, man. We all need it right now. Yeah, totally. Because I was going to order an iRig and then I was like, couldn't, you know? <laughs> so it's funny how it's not just DJs, too. You know, anyone, all. Anyone. Music, right. Anyone who wants to hook up a mic and get on the live Bro, stream. Cameras, uh, mic stands, everything. I got one for y'all. And Isaiah's going to make this one. So I was talking to one of my friends. And, um, well, first of all, you know, every, everybody's been doing like Zoom chats, you know, like regular people. So my friend's wife is like, yo, like on this group chat that we're all in, he's like, yo, we're going to do a group chat. And like my boys, Norman is in there and like everybody's talking shit and everything. I'm like, all right. So like I lose track and I get on the Zoom chat later and, it, and it, it's kind of awkward because it's just like my boy's wife, which we're cool. Uh, and then like two of her friends, which I'm, I'm cool. I'm just as cool with another one and the other one I don't I don't really know like we know each other whatever and then I get on and I'm like expecting my boy then it's like us three us four and I'm like <laughs> and I'm like smacked super smacked and I'm like oh what's up guys I'm blind and this and we're talking and record stop you walk in the zoom yeah yeah, yeah pretty much oh did you see that one no there was a dude there was a dude that made a he made a video his background like I guess he filmed the computer where he was at. The same like over here. And this is my background. He made a video where he's walking in through like the front door. And it's like, it's like. <laughs> but it's like himself. So it's fucking hilarious. And it's like on a loop. But um, so I'm on the chat or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, I just got to figure it out. And this girl was like. What do you mean you got to figure it out? I was like, well, I'm unemployed. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She got, like, she got, like, super awkward. And I'm like, yo, like, like, it's not like I got fired. Like, like, I mean, I don't know if you guys have dealt with something like that where people are kind of, like, like, like a weird. I mean, I understand people being human and caring and, you know, fuck, it sucks that we're not working, but, like, it kind of like got very kind of uncomfortable and it was just kind of like i've had some people it wasn't uncomfortable at all i had people reach out proactively that like i don't yeah same i've had that but i've hey, also i was just thinking you probably lost all your work and i was like sure did you know <laughs> so. yeah i mean i've had a few i've had a few uncomfortable situations i've had like two or three that was that was like the biggest one it was kind of like, uh, yeah just a lot of people hitting me up like yo did you sign up for this yo you know they're doing this i'm like bro we've all of us in our field know every single sign up you had to do. Yeah, and I'm like, bro. I'm like, did you know you could do this? Did you what know you could? Alex? What'd you say? 
Oh, oh I mean, I, luckily I haven't had anything like that happen yet. Right. But I could, I could tell people are wondering, what are you going to do for money now? It's like, right. don't worry about people it. We're already saying that. Yeah. People you know, well, they, they, they know I'm not working. not going to last for you. What are you going to yeah. do after DJ? My- <laughs> now it's like, what are you going to do? That's my whole life. <laughs> yeah, my answer was always like, continue to succeed in anything I apply myself to. Ooh, like, what are you talking about? I like that. But it's like, funny because now you could ask that for a, a people that had a corporate job that their company might not even exist when they get back. So like, what are or you like, going to do? The other one that they always ask is like, well, what do you do when you're not working? And I'm like, what do you do when you're not working? And they don't know because like, they're figuring it out. <laughs> but no, no, like in like before the shutdown, you know, like no, no, but 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 uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we're kind of like we're not to... humans or something, right? It's like, well, I do my laundry and I catch up on Netflix and I, you know, I go grocery shopping. I call my mom, you know, like what are you talking about, dude? It's always the best when you run into people. I mean, right now, it's, right now it's perfect because you run into people, you see people, and you're like, yep, thank God. When you go to the store, I'm like, thank God. I didn't want to talk to you in the first place. Here in Brickle, like, when I go to the store, I'm like, yo. But when you used to run into people, they'd be like, like, surprised. Like, you're buying groceries? I'm like, no shit, bro. You think all I fucking do is DJ and go home and lock myself, like, plug myself to the wall? This guy's grocery shops? No. Like, they think that, like, we DJ, then we can go plug ourselves to the wall. And you're like, all right, we got to go back and DJ. DJ, well, they're just like us. <laughs> well, now you're going home and actually plugging yourself into the wall to stream. So, so we good or what? I think that might cover it. Yeah, I mean, any last thoughts? Any just last... in time. <laughs> um, you guys want to share anything else? Um, I mean, are, are you guys are you doing yeah. DMS? What was that? Are you guys? Uh, Audio, audio. You guys doing another DMS stream? Yeah, we're doing them every Saturday. War and Peace is hosting them, and we're having guests. This last weekend, we had Fusamania, Priyang Joni, and uh, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, we had Buck Rogers. So every weekend, we're going to be doing them. Awesome. Zaya? Uh, bro, I'm just doing a lot of non-DJ shit. But, I mean, I might go live again soon, uh, doing a movie with my girl for fun. Uh, oh, and I got the graphics I'm doing. If anyone needs graphics, I'm always open. Making Now Media, sponsor. Making Now, always sponsoring the podcast. And we'll rock while we still, we're still meeting every week, trying to see what we could do once we get back or what we're doing during this time. So Yeah, we had a few... We had a few ideas, we, we, things that we'll talk off the air, and um, I think it's a very, I mean, it's a very smart thing to do, and especially if venues want you to DJ for them. Um, oh, you can catch me on Call of Duty, Zaya underscore 305. Holla at your boy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing the uh, acapella instrumental program. Just right. hit me up on Twitter. You at- I don't want to get you in trouble, but you have other software and you you, you also have other services. So, Jay, if you're interested, ask him. He might have it. And also, and also just Apple shit in general. Yeah. You were helping me out with a, the an issue I had, too. You had yeah. the other side, too. People 
working from home, you know, like all the new people who probably need some sort of tech support or IT for their right. work from home solution, uh, your, your parents or something, anyone who needs Mac help, I'm, I got the certification. I'm very, do ins and outs. I could walk you through it, upgrading the battery in your laptop or whatever it is. You know what I mean? A lot of people yeah. need help like backing stuff up or are finally making the jump to like upgrade the Mojave. You know what I mean? Cause they got time off now, anything like that. Sweet. And Kaz, he's going to keep cleaning. Kaz left. I'm here, bro. He's cleaning, man. Uh, <laughs> no, he's fucking working on edits. DJs, um, send me a DM. If you haven't, send me a DM um, on Instagram at DJK5. I'm KA5. I'm sending out pretty much my whole library. Uh, if you don't have... I might run for office or something after this. Dude, <laughs> P, dog. Joe Exotic could do it. You could do it. Uh, I know, right? But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm going live right after the stream. Well, in two hours. Um and yeah, just posting ra random live shit where I'm tonight. Today I'm playing like rock and kind of going everywhere. And so Dope. just different shit. And then fucking, I got to move. That's the worst part. You got to move now? Yeah, bro. Yeah, because I've been here. Bro, but you already, get, but you already got the spot though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm moving in with my brother. My brother lives like, like closer to Wynwood. Yeah, because like, that would have been the real hard part. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, it's actually like an upgrade, but I don't want to make it seem like an upgrade. But it's not my place, and I'm not, it's, you know, I'm, I'm moving in with somebody, right? Um, yeah, and then just streaming and doing edits. I've been doing fucking like 10 edits a day. Uh, I have a mix coming out soon on one of those uh, satellite radio things that I can't promote yet. Um, and then just other shit. Uh, we should uh, we should feature uh, audio one mix this week. One yeah, twenty eight. Send us send us your favorite one. Not for I real. To the first few I listened to like the first four or five, and then I've been I've been listening. I have them on rotation. It's just I don't I'm not listening every day. Like, but I'm you guys about I'm I'm gonna continue to making. Told we free the money box, bro. All right, thanks for having me, guys. It's like super frozen. Yeah. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, it froze, but uh, yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up. It's like freezing again. For once. Yeah, for once. I think my my neighbor is gonna bust in any moment. <laughs> okay. <you're fine. laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> we're out.